just sat me down and was like, you're enjoying the money, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm loving the money. Mm-hmm. I'm, my first job, I'm loving this. Yeah. He was like, you want to keep making this kind of money, right? I'm like, I'd like to. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I can. But do you want to keep doing it for this kind of work? Like, mm-hmm. Not at all. No, sir. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, then maybe you got to take a chance. Bet. Ready? Yeah, man. I heard. Uh, have you done a podcast before? Never. This is your first one? Yeah, man. Oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm just going to like give a little intro. I'm going to let you introduce yourself and then we'll just All flow. Right. And then literally you're just having a normal conversation. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Bet. Welcome back to another episode of the Black is New Rich podcast. And today we got a very special guest because he's doing some unique things in the community and i feel like it was special to bring him out here because sometimes we feel like we have unique talents and we don't necessarily know how to bring them out but i don't want to keep on talking we're going to get into a story can you please introduce yourself i appreciate that well my name is jake thompson i'm a pa announcer i'm currently the pa announcer for the raptors 905 for those who don't know what that is pa just stands for public address Mm -hmm. so to break it down, basically, you've ever been to a sports game, any kind of <laughs> arena of some kind, the voice that you're hearing in the arena, but maybe you're not seeing who it is talking. That's you. That's me. Jeez. That's me. So I get, I'm lucky enough to do that for the Raptors 905. Uh, I've been doing it since 2018. Oh, so that's like almost, that's five years already. Yeah, yeah. Already. It's It doesn't feel like it because of the of COVID. Pandemic. Yeah, yeah. There was, they did a season, uh, down in Vegas in the, the oh, G so League never, bubble. You never got to go out there. No, uh, I'm strictly home. Strictly <laughs> home. I protect the nest. You know? <laughs> okay, dope. So I just want to get into a quick lead up of um, how you got there. Mm-hmm. What? Where did it begin? Honestly, so I'm going to take y'all way back. <laughs> so uh, I went to Humber College. Yes. And I was working for the athletics department. Mm-hmm. And so it started with me just trying out uh, emceeing, okay. uh, being a host. So I was just yelling out contest winners, um, running the halftime games, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. And the PA announcer at the time, uh, Dwayne Bowles, a friend of mine, he also has a full time position at the school. So, you know, announcing is kind of it's kind of, you know, didn't make sense for him. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, not a priority for him. So mm-hmm. he came over to me, approached me. I'll always, always appreciate him for this, for just coming up to me. And the way he walked up to me, I thought I was in trouble. Like, <laughs> <laughs> comes up to me, gets real close. Like, you sound amazing. Come try my job. Wow. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. Um, I was a little, a little nervous. I like, you know, brushed it off. And it, it took like a couple months before I actually bothered to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I did, um, I don't know, it sound so cliche, but it felt natural. natural. It felt right. Like this is what you're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. And I mean, don't get me wrong. My first time, I wasn't that good. Like yeah. I think back and some of the things that I was saying and how I sounded over the mic, kind of cringy. But <laughs> um, but it felt it felt good. And I naturally got better and better. And uh, eventually they trusted me with more than one sport. I went from doing just basketball games yeah. to basketball and volleyball to basketball, volleyball, baseball and then softball. And then I was doing, you know, emceeing the banquets. Okay. Um, I would speak at tournaments, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. And 
it just kind of snowballed. Eventually, I managed to be in the right places at the right times, mm-hmm. um, knowing the right people, Yeah, which is huge. And so then I went on to announce games for U of T, for Ryerson, Athletics Ontario. Oh, so you worked all the way up. Yes, yes. Okay. I've done I've done OSBA. Uh-huh. Um shoot. <laughs> the list goes I did some some soccer league, professional soccer league I didn't even know exist. Yeah. But they found out about me and asked yeah. for my help. I did a game there. I did TFC two, the affiliate to Toronto FC. Oh, they have a junior team? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So that. they're equivalent of like Raptors nine oh five. Okay, okay. Uh, or Marley's, whatever you break it down by. Makes sense. And I did a season there and yeah, yeah, I did the G League showcase when it was uh, before it was before Vegas became the spot for the G League showcase. Yeah. They would just kind of have it wherever whoever wanted to host it. Yeah, and Mississauga hosted it, and it was a two court system. So obviously, their announcer at the time he can only do one court at a time. Oh, yeah, obviously, true. but uh, me and him had a relationship. Uh, he called me up. I managed court two, and uh, it went well. So then, when he decided to leave the job, uh-huh. I was I was next up. Yeah, I was their first call. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, lit. So with everything that you said, there's one thing that really sticks out to me. It's someone opening the door for you and uh, and relationship building. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Honestly, I think it's so crazy. And one of the reasons I honestly respect you and this podcast is this is kind of a tangent. (laughs) um, I find... Black folks, we're so quick to say we want to see other black folks succeed. Mm -hmm. But how often do we do the work to help other black folks succeed? (laughs) Which is why I respect what you do here, uh, what you guys do here, bringing people on and, you know, at least giving some kind of tools in some way. So I really I really respect that. Thank you. But uh, but yeah, I honestly I find wherever I'm working, no matter what I'm doing, whether it's PA announcing or whatever else, whatever other whatever other endeavors I may be doing, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to half ass it. You yeah, know, yeah. I want to build relationships. What if you don't have relationships, then what do you have? What's the point? I know I know some people who work miserable jobs, mm-hmm. but they love it mm-hmm. because of the people they work with. Mm-hmm. They built relationships and those will go on to to help them out. And that's I credit everything I do to relationships. The reason I picked up a mic to MC was because a friend of mine said, hey, I think you'd be great at it. Try it out. Yeah. The reason I got into PA announcement was a friend said, you sound great. Come try this out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been so important to my career. And I like I said, I can't repeat enough. I credit everything I'm at. Because I knew the right people. I was wow. and right it, place, not just right knew time. the right people. I, I was friends with the right people. Yeah. I, those are relationships that I really care about. So that brings me to my next point, because I know I know we maybe you felt this, too. But sometimes when people network, it feels real disingenuine. Like they just want you for like your contacts or yeah. maybe what you can do for them. And it just seems fake. And you just said like they were your real friends. How important is to be genuine to cultivate a relationship? I think that's huge. I think that's huge because we're all as humans, we're all very intuitive. Yeah. We, like I know when yeah. you actually want to speak to me, when mm-hmm. you actually want to build something. Yeah. So I think that's that's the most important thing. The way I personally go about it is. I consider myself a genuine person. I am someone who has a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I've seen it. I've you know? <laughs> seen it. <laughs> I like to think I'm very approachable. So why would I turn that off? Why would I alter that? I mm-hmm. just bring that to every encounter. I honestly, I, I mean, we could probably 
if we're being real, we could probably count on our fingers how many times you and I have actually interacted. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know. In my mind, yeah. Corey's a guy. That's my boy, you yeah. know. But yeah. that's just because we approached each other like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, we didn't try to look for one thing or another or even out ask, of one another. Well, what do we do? How do we do it? Like it wasn't that exactly, type of yeah. thing from the jump. So I think that's important too. Yeah, absolutely. If you're a genuine person, then be a genuine person. Mm-hmm. If you're, if maybe you have trouble being your your genuine self, you know, maybe you know, we all have some some things we got to work through. If mm-hmm. you have trouble with that, then start small, build a relationship. Don't look at you know the LinkedIn account as yeah. the pipe dream. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Work on the first step. Get to know the person. What's your name? Yeah. Can we talk? What are you into? What brings you to this? place this event you know and then go from there and that's yeah absolutely and that's the way i i go about it i want to make a friend first exactly and then even the second step what i think is personally important uh, when i have a genuine connection i'm always looking like um how can i add value to this person's life absolutely and i feel like that is so important or that's what fulfills me to be honest like Mm -hmm. how can i add value and then i notice when i bring that type of energy then like an array of opportunities come from that. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think that's that's so pure, <laughs> and that's. I think that's what that's what everyone needs. Some level of that. We obviously we can't step into each other's lives and change everything no, right away. No, exactly. But, you know, if we can, if I can see that I did something, if I in a simple conversation I made you laugh, mm-hmm. you know, then I think that's that's huge. That's huge. A hundred percent. So another thing that stuck out to me is that when you first started, you said that you weren't as good and you're cringe, right? So I want to know as a PA announcer, like, how do you work on your game? Honestly, (laughs) that's a good question. Um, Well, the first thing is literally like anything else in life. Yeah. You get better at something by doing it. Okay. What what was I going to gain by, you know, sitting there twiddling my thumbs and just hoping the next time I get on a mic, I sound good. Yeah. That's not going to that's not going to do anything. I just got to keep doing it and keep, you know, I remember it took me. It wasn't like game one. I was eh, and then game two. I was good. Yeah. (laughs) It took you a a while to get there. It took a while. And uh, and another part of that is observe people better than you. Mm -hmm. So Herbie Kuhn, the announcer for the Raptors. Yeah. uh, He's been announcer for the raptors since they started in 95 <laughs> if you know anything about toronto Is he sports like half he's, Asian? he's half i believe Asian? so yes yeah, okay yes. i know who you're talking about a legend yeah <laughs> legend. if you know anything you know he's he's that guy yeah um so yeah obviously he's someone who whenever i would go to raptors games i observe him what's he saying how's he saying it when and where is he putting energy mm-hmm. you know does he say things with a rhythm so that it sounds a little more pleasing to to people's ears you know these are Mm -hmm. things that you're taking in and uh obviously that's like the pro there's obviously the people around me uh the person who i took the pa job from at humber i obviously took in everything he did and how he did it and he was very good at, at uh you know coming over to the table and giving me little pointers, little hints, like, hey, you're doing a little bit too much here. Hey, you're not doing enough here. And mm. being able to take that, you know, um, these are all people who were better than me. Yeah. So instead of instead of just being in my own head about, like, I got to do this my way. Yeah. You got to do it your way. Yes. But it doesn't hurt to take notes, yeah, you know, true, true, and just true, get true. educated. How are you doing it? And how can I take that and make it my own? Okay. Interesting. So then... What makes a great PA announcer from a good one? Well, I think the first thing that everyone thinks of is you got to sound good. And obviously, sure. obviously, if your voice doesn't isn't nice to listen to, then yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But that's 
honestly, the very, very bare bones of it. Yeah. So I, I want to break that down. I want to know the pro, like what goes into yeah, it. Yeah. Like what I, what I think, what I'll say, what I think makes me pretty good at my job yeah. is the fact that I can read a crowd. I can read a moment. Okay. So in a basketball game, for example, it may be first quarter, you know, seven minutes left to most people. That's an insignificant, you know, I'll get excited in the fourth quarter. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if it's a big play from a big player in a big moment, you know, let's just say, for example, with the Raptors 905, uh, Reggie Perry, who's kind of like our big dog guy, right now. Yeah, yeah, It's early in the first quarter and he gets a steal. And he goes down, down court, and then someone, you know, the defense gets on him real quick. You're like, okay, that's the end of that. But then turn away, turn away jumper. Yeah. That's Reggie Perry. Yeah. I would be a, the fans love him. I would be a fool not to hype that up. Okay. You know, not to say I won't hype it up regardless. I was going to hype it up regardless, (laughs) because that is my job. Yeah. But, you know, because of who it is and the significance of that and what he means to the fans. Yeah. I'm going to put a little extra, extra on, on it, it. Okay. you know, just like when if there's a Canadian player on our team mm-hmm. during the starting lineups, when I'm going through them, you know, from Delano, for example, yeah. from when I say from Rexdale, Ontario. Oh, yeah. You make sure you put the sauce on that. people hear Ontario, even if they don't know him. Yeah. They hear Ontario and they lose their mind. Yeah. So it's not just, you know. From Rexdale, Ontario. From Rexdale, Ontario. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like people want yeah. want that. It's like, oh, t- a Canadian is on our team. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. They get super amped. So it's a long-winded answer. I, you know, read people, read a moment, read the crowd, yeah. understand the significance of a moment. Okay, I amazing. think is what makes a good PA announcer, a great PA announcer. Also, too. Um, you talked about mentorship from the guy that gave you the job, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm always talking about like it's very important to find a mentor, and you don't even have to know them these days because I've considered myself like I have online mentors. I know them; they don't know me, but it's all good because mm-hmm. I get so much game from them. Uh, how important is that for you? I think that's so important. That's so important, and like, man, I can't. I, I again just repeating myself. I can't thank him enough for giving me the opportunity mm-hmm. to do college games because that opened up a whole door. Yeah, you know, and it was so important because I, if he told me I was doing a good job, then I knew I was doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like my friends, family, you know, people in the crowd say, "Hey, you sound good. You're doing good," mm-hmm. and that's good. But you know, it's it's almost like to know that he approves of what i'm doing that Mm -hmm. that felt great Mm -hmm. that feels great and his pointers his advice goes a long way because he's been there yeah you know like you can the best teacher is experience uh exactly absolutely and uh and even now you know he's kind of moved on we don't really talk as much anymore but now herbie is a really good mentor to me and just like you said i don't even know if he considers himself a mentor yeah but I consider that's him the a Raptors mentor. one. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you guys have a relationship now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. We've uh, we've talked a number of times. We're both Humber alumni. <laughs> so that, you know, go Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And so we've we've met up at some events. Um, he's been at nine hundred five games. I've been at Raptors games, and and we chat. I've been lucky enough to sit with him for mm-hmm. for games and shadow him, mm-hmm. and see how he does it how does his process differ from mine and like i said i don't know if he considers himself a mentor to me but 
I'm taking notes of yeah. everything he does. And I've even now at this stage, Mike, I've been doing this for years. I'm still implementing some of the things that he's he's taught me into into how I do my job. OK, amazing. So another thing that you said that really stuck out to me was um, um, it was important to get judgment from the people that are actually doing it and opposed to like your family and friends were mm-hmm. maybe a little bit biased. And I can relate to that so much. Yeah. That's why some <laughs> people think I'm hard on myself, but I'm comparing myself to like the greats. Yeah. So how do you um, differentiate the two? Because I think it's it could it could get confusing sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And no, that's huge because it's so natural. We're going to want our friends approval first. Yeah. Because, you know, my boys, I love them. You know, my my fam, my mom, I love my, it's, it's nice to know my mom likes likes how I sound when she's at games, you yeah. know, but it's like I said, experience is the best teacher. And as much as I love hearing it from them to know how I'm doing from someone who's experienced mm-hmm. or maybe not even experienced, but has been around and knows a thing or two, okay. you know, that, that is super important. And that's not to, that's not at all to put down your friends no, and family. No, not at all. That means the world. That means the world. That's, that's at the end of the day, that's a love you're not going to get from anyone else. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, to hear someone who's been through your shoes, say you're doing good or even you're not doing so good and mm-hmm. to give you pointers on how you can improve. That's very, very significant. Because, you know, I a basketball player can't teach can't teach you how to swim. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly, like, exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? If you've never thrown a ball before, how how are we supposed to go out and play baseball? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts. <laughs> like things like that. But I think that's that's just super important. And I think we all can that's why it's so important to me. If I see anyone who's doing anything related to what I've done in life or am doing in life, mm-hmm. I think it's so important to jump on that. That's an opportunity to, to teach. teach. 100% um, give back. And maybe we get into conversation and I realize, shoot, maybe you actually know more than me. Mm. So go ahead. Yo, put me on game. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that's important as 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 athletes. Yeah. You know, we can, I know, I know you're an athlete like myself. We can say if we see people younger doing our sport, we're, we're going to want to show them a thing or two. I'm mm-hmm. sure... You have experience video and photography. Yeah. You know, I'm sure I can imagine you're putting people on game every chance oh, you yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Especially in the DMs. <laughs> For, <Exactly>. sure. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So I think that's that's huge. That's huge. And I uh that's something that I'm just recently starting to get comfortable with is okay. being in a position where I can help yes. people out. Because you have some skin in the game now too, which is important. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's crazy to think that they're I kind of I almost feel guilty. I just kind of ended up with this job yeah. that some people work their lives to get. And right. I, I do not take that for granted at all. Amazing. But uh, because of that, I have a little experience. I've, I've, I've seen some things. I've done some things. Yeah. I've made mistakes. Yeah. I've, I've had great successes. Okay. So, you know, like there's a, on LinkedIn, a little fun fact, there's a whole group just for PA announcers. They post things about PA announcers, whether it's jobs, like, hey, look at this new PA announcer for this professional team. He's doing amazing. Amazing. And because of that, I've been connected now with a couple other PA announcers from Mm -hmm. around North America. And it's- There's a whole community. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) I just got connected with the guy uh, who does the Indiana Pacers. Oh, amazing. And it's- right away he he has a video posted of himself doing it right away yeah i'm looking how's he sound what's he doing what's he doing different from me yeah what can i take from it yeah and then on the other end of it there are people reaching out to me asking 
you know, for advice or just just words of encouragement. And yeah. like I said, that's something I'm still getting comfortable with because I consider myself so young. Mm-hmm. But there are people who can learn from me just like there are people who I can learn from. Okay, dope. So with a PA announcer, right, is this something like when you get to your final form? Actually, before we get into the final mm-hmm. form, I want to talk about... Um, some of the mistakes that you've made because i think it's important for people to hear the type of mistakes that you've made and how did you bounce back 100 percent. yeah i made some mistakes <laughs> 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 i've had i've had some some f-ups yeah, um, yeah. But- <laughs> How? Like, what, what, what is a PAF up? Like saying someone's name wrong? Well, or? Uh, those, those is, yeah, those are big. You definitely, especially at the professional level, yeah. which, which I'm at now, it's, if you say a guy's name wrong in college, it was, you know, the player may get a little upset yeah. and, you know, maybe there's parents in the audience, the parents may get upset, yeah. which is obviously a huge deal. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. You don't, you don't, I never want anyone to be upset, mm-hmm. but at the professional level now there's, there's comms people there's there's journalists there's there's, and they're all listening yeah and Mm -hmm. they there are some people there are some people who are relying on me for a proper pronunciation yeah i I don't even think about all that exactly like oh well how do do you say this player's name this this is you know there's a lot of foreign players sometimes spelling doesn't match up with what we're used to in canada yeah you know and there may be someone who's saying i'll just wait till the pa announcer says it he'll you know Ah. i'll go off whatever he says Uh uh-huh so like, i can't do that but uh grand scheme those are smaller mistakes relatively speaking yeah i can think of i think my worst one was <laughs> <laughs> was when i was uh when i was in school doing things for for humber humber mm-hmm. college um i won't say names but there's a basketball player arguably the best basketball players ever passed through the school yeah uh, one of the best athletes to ever humber? pass through the school yeah mm. um anyone from humber who's listening will know exactly who i'm talking mm. about okay you may know you okay. may know too but um this player was being inducted into the hall of fame and i was responsible for giving the speech yeah and it was it was nothing more than just a lapse in my brain Uh-oh. i'm reading through the script and i don't know how i did this in my again just something in my brain just messed up there was a whole paragraph that i just skipped over and that was the part that was like so essentially three paragraphs here there's like this is who the player is yeah this is why we're about to put them in the hall of fame welcome to the hall of fame yeah and so i just said this is who the player is welcome to the hall welcome of to fame. the hall of fame <laughs> and you know what's crazy i didn't realize i made that mistake till like a week later yeah i don't know what so no one checked you on it or unfortunately not no oh, people wow. people didn't know how oh, to yeah, say true, it to me true. and uh, you should have just said it to me yeah, yeah, but yeah. but yeah i can remember uh i can remember being in that moment i was standing at the podium reading and i'm looking around and people look awkward and weird and but you're not knowing yeah <laughs> and people are just are just weird and just awkward and i'm like all right, you know because we got a whole audience there yeah. this is right before a game too so there's a whole team here yeah and like okay let's do this thing so that we can play the game yeah and people just you know slowly moved pulled out the banner of the player and whatever and we took pictures and it was good we went on with the game but uh yeah when they finally told me they're like yo you know you fucked that up right oh, <laughs> i'm like what do you what do you, what do you mean yeah <laughs> So that's probably my biggest mistake just because mm-hmm. the player was also a friend of mine. So yeah. I'm like, 
damn, yo, my, my bad. bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> and yeah, so that's a big one. And as far as how I bounced back from that, honestly, it was right before uh, a tournament uh, mm-hmm. that this happened. So I just went on with the tournament, just did my job. Yeah, is is I wish you just I gotta could, keep it moving. That I yeah, like I wish I could give you more of an answer than that. But mm-hmm. the, you know, I just got to keep on going. I know now i know that i messed up yeah. you know and i know that i've done i have a whole resume of good work before mm-hmm. and i have a resume of good work ahead of me mm-hmm. so i just got to keep on keep on going i know what i've done and but you know if you know me you know that this was this was I'm a one honest mistake yeah you know that this isn't what i do if mm-hmm. this was a more regular occurrence yeah then you could be up super upset. absolutely then maybe it's time to talk about my position and yeah. you know like, yeah 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 but absolutely that's that's a if you know that the mistake you made is a one-time mistake yeah. one-off mistake then Keep what, moving. what reason do you have to dwell on it yeah you know true okay so i have a little bit of a selfish question mm. so me coming into podcasting space like it was super nerve-wracking for me because Mm. i'm so used to being behind the camera so being in front of the camera was like holy shit like this is a lot for me (laughs) right so at first i would um stutter a lot or i would um kind of trip up on my words and obviously you're a fluent communicator what advice would you have for someone like me yeah or someone that wants to get in front of the camera that may be feeling a little camera anxiety shy Mm -hmm. but they actually have a lot to say from within yeah and that's that's a good that's a good question (laughs) Uh, what would i say um i think the the biggest thing is you're talking to you Mm-hmm. that's 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 it i'm making eye contact with you there are cameras here mm-hmm. but essentially i'm talking to me mm. what this, do you mean by that like, like you're just hearing your own voice right yeah now? i'm if the way at least just i've gotten to a point where i can speak to other people mm-hmm. i th- i think at a pretty good level mm-hmm. but to start off i'm just worrying about me especially because i'm reading off a script okay and i'm at a table i'm not in front of a a, a camera i can i can get away with this yes so i start I'm just reading my script the whole time. I'm looking down. Mm-hmm. I have my pen to point at each word just to make sure I don't miss a word, you yeah. know? And I'm just focusing on that. And once I know I feel comfortable with that, then maybe I can look up every now and then to gauge the audience, yeah. you know? And then maybe once I'm comfortable with that, then I can start really focusing on what's going on mm-hmm. while I'm talking, you know? And okay. it's it's all just steps. Like you're so. building exactly uh, a yeah foundation to become so you don't may not even need the paper exactly exactly like there are some at home games there are some reads that we do every single game and at this point i've got them memorized yeah so and i'm very comfortable with it so i'm looking around i'm, <laughs> I'm chilling while i'm like saying yeah. the read you know, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. and yeah so start by just talking to yourself but okay. and sometimes it may be as ridiculous as you walking around your house talking to yourself or reading a book that's what i read exactly yeah 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 no oh, that's loud. a huge one that's a huge one i i especially because at one point i kind of just started to know what script i was reading every okay. home game okay. so let me read something that's outside of my normal okay you know whether that be a book i maybe i printed off a script from another another event or something like that you know mm-hmm. and just talk to yourself get comfortable with that i think a big thing for me just talking from my personal experience was <clears throat> Just reading throughout the game, saying things throughout the game yeah. was okay. I never had a problem with that. Where the nerves would hit me mm-hmm. is during the starting lineup. Mm, 
So anyone who's been to a home everyone's game, paying attention at yeah, that time. Everyone who's been to a game knows that's a big moment. They turn down the lights. They got spotlight. You know, there's yeah. video. There's music. It's a big moment. You're introducing the starting five that are about to lead you to a win. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's a big. That's a big thing. And yeah, the nerves would hit me. I would go crazy before every game. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like repeating everything to myself over and over and over and over and over and over. And so I literally, I remember my roommates hated me. I would literally just walk around my house yelling the names of players, Jeez. you know, whether they were going to be in the starting lineup or not, just yeah. so I was comfortable saying those names. Yeah. You know, so I literally would just walk around my apartment like, Corey, yeah. <laughs> just walking around the, the apartment, sick. just yelling this over and over again. Yeah. yeah so yeah, that yeah. I got so comfortable with it. So comfortable saying it to myself mm -hmm. that I could do that now just with a mic in front of me. OK. Also, too, do you find that you're you have to slow down your mind at all? Because I feel like I have to mm. do that because I have so much within that sometimes yeah. I want to go brrr, and then it, it goes uh, uh, uh that I can't get it out like that. Yeah. So now I'm training myself to slow down my mind so it comes out more fluent. Absolutely. No, do you that's do that a, as well? That's a huge thing. Huge yeah. thing. Because <laughs> you, you can have so many creative ideas, different ideas of language going on in your head. Yeah. And if you get out every idea at once, yeah. it's not going to come across the way you want it to. Mm. So maybe whether it's in conversation, whether it's in presentation form like this or mm. whatever the case may be maybe you got to keep some ideas to yourself and wait till next time oh, okay. you know i've had some games where i've i've wanted to give a certain type of energy or i think yeah you know i didn't like the way i said this player's name what if yeah. i say it this way but then maybe he doesn't score the rest of the game so you don't get to use it yet. yeah so i gotta wait till the next next game okay. you know just as like an example yeah so maybe it starts with keeping some ideas to yourself, not restricting yourself at all. Never yeah. restrict yourself. <laughs> all right. Give 110 percent. Okay, okay. But yeah, maybe I just got to wait for my time. Maybe this idea that I have bottled up will have its moment mm -hmm. later, later on. OK, OK. So when you get to the Raptors as a PA announcer, mm. when keyword, yep, when, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> when um, is it something that you can. Is PA announcing something that you can do full-time? Do any of these guys mm -hmm. do it full-time and they're okay? Or yeah. how does that work? I mean, honest, what goes on in the States, who knows? I have no idea. I know yeah. I have some some friends who are uh, talent for NBA teams, mm -hmm. uh, whether that's like reporter, yeah, hosting, announcing, things like that. And I mean, based on their Instagram, they're living good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, to speak for here and now, as far it's not really a full time thing. Like I know myself, I do. I mean, like we were yeah. talking before this, I do a lot outside of yes. outside of uh, PA announcing. Herbie does a lot outside. Oh, really? PA announcing. He stays busy. Well, Just, what sorts of things does he do that you know of? He, he's a he's big on adventure. So whether that's and he's he takes his religion very seriously okay so he'll sometimes just go places just to just to spread the gospel okay so it's you not know? really business related or Some, related. sometimes it is sometimes okay. it is he's worked uh, very closely with the argos he has a okay. good relationship with them uh even like off the microphone yes um and he does work for them I, i'll be honest i couldn't tell you exactly what he does but yeah. i know he it's one of he those things where i know he stays busy because yeah, you're always moving around. He's yeah. he's never in the same place. When I look at his Instagram, I'm like, what are you, what mountains? Like, there's, <laughs> there's no mountains in Toronto. Yeah, Where yeah, are you, bro? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, just yesterday, I had to do a corporate event for the Raptors because he couldn't be there. He couldn't make it. Okay, his amazing. his flight got stuck in BC or something like that. Mm. But 
but that's sidebar. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can can it translate to maybe becoming a broadcaster at all? Or? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. It's uh, I wouldn't say it's a direct translation, yeah. um, but it absolutely is doable. A lot of good PA announcers have a background in radio broadcasting. Okay, um, so they have a diploma, degree, whatever it may Would be. Would you consider that yeah. or? You know, it's funny. I did a semester in radio broadcasting because yeah. I was is I was still fairly new to announcing. Um, yeah. So in my mind, as a young kid, I just thought, well, it makes sense. I better do it. Yeah. You know, let me just do it. That's, that's what I'm supposed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Supposed to do. Yeah. You know, quote unquote. Um, I did a semester and I realized it just wasn't for me. And I really? thought maybe this is a talent that I'm just going to do on the side and ride or, the wave yeah I, i've been doing good with it i've been meeting the right people going to the right places mm-hmm. so why press you yeah. know why press something that doesn't feel like it's really for me not to not to discourage anyone from radio broadcasting seek education you know <laughs> what i'm saying it's a good program very good you learn a lot about production that's where i first got familiar with um sound editing software yeah um and i love playing around with that now still but um yeah, I just found it wasn't wasn't for me. It wasn't um, fulfilling. Yeah, it wasn't quite what I saw myself doing. Because sorry, 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 not to cut yeah, you yeah, off. Yeah, no, of course. Let's talk about that because I feel like some people they get into things and they mm. feel so bad about pivoting. And I'm a master pivoter. If I mm. go into something and I can honestly say, you know what, I don't know everything about what I've went into, but I know enough to say this is not for me. Mm-hmm. Talk me through that and say, uh, through your thought process of saying, you know what, let's wrap this up because I feel like sometimes people stay a little bit too long. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's so, that's so, so true. I, like I said, I went into the program because in my mind, it made sense. It felt like what I was supposed to do, mm-hmm. not really what I wanted to do. True. Um, and so eventually I reached a point where I was, you know what this isn't doing it for me and i still love announcing and i still have the opportunities to do it yeah it's not like if i leave this program i'm shutting down my career yeah so you know let, you know do it do yeah it. so i let me just let me just you know drop out while i can i change programs because I, I still wanted to be in school at that mm-hmm. time um but yeah as far as pivoting yeah i for me in my life it's always been about what do I enjoy doing? One of the best pieces of advice I ever got was from my uncle. I remember he just sat me down. We were working. He got me my first job mm-hmm. working at a factory with him. Nice. For for a 17-year-old kid, it was good money, yeah. but it wasn't good work. Yeah. And I remember he he just sat me down and was like, you're enjoying the money, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm loving the money. Mm-hmm. I'm, my first job, I'm loving this. Yeah. He was like, you want to keep making this kind of money, right? Like, I'd like to. Yeah, yeah. if I can but do you want to keep doing it for this kind of work? Like, mm-hmm. Not at all. No, sir. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, then maybe you got to take a chance on making less money somewhere else by doing something you enjoy. Wow. You know? And wow. so one of my biggest things through my, that stuck with me. That was, I was 17 years old. I'm like 28 now. That's yeah. stuck with me. Yeah. Take chances, take risks. Mm-hmm. If it means you're going to enjoy yourself, if you're going to be fulfilled more. And so that's as far as pivoting, that's the way I see it. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know exactly how to articulate my my view of it, but I just know if I'm gonna that feeling? if I'm gonna do something that I'm gonna enjoy, then mm-hmm. maybe it means leaving this 
this good education. Maybe it means leaving this good paying job. Maybe yeah. it means leaving this good opportunity mm-hmm. for something that I know I'm going to I'm going to feel good about doing True. later on. I 100% agree because honestly, I didn't graduate at Sheridan. I mm-hmm. took I went into Sheridan taking ECE. Uh, no, sorry. No, I started with general arts and science. General arts, of course. BS. BS. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took ECE, mm-hmm. right? Dropped that. Didn't like it. And then I, at the time, there was a program called uh, Community Outreach, which is not mm-hmm. even a program now. So imagine oh. if I graduated from it. Yeah. No one would know what that is. That's interesting. And then I went away to Newfoundland for a bit to hoop. And I was taking sociology didn't finish that either so all these things i'm like you know this does not feel like me i can't do this and i'm not a school person yeah as well so then i came back to sheridan for my last year and i took business finance i did like it and i did learn Mm -hmm. a lot but i was at the time in my life because i was like 24 ish going on 25 that i'm like i don't want to finish this program it doesn't it's not some i can't see myself sitting in a bank crunching numbers all Mm -hmm. day you know and then literally I took a chance at 28 with a camera at 28. And then, then, and then even that it wasn't it for me because yeah. now I'm here on this side, barely doing the stuff behind the camera. Yeah. So I, for me, I always tell people to follow your gut and take 100%. more chances and fail faster. Yes. Fail faster is a yes. big one for me. As long as you can honestly say that you've tried it. Um, I don't mind when people uh, quote unquote quit. Yeah. You know, no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think if you failed at something, then maybe the next time you try, that will be the success. Maybe it's setting you up to find something bigger bigger and better. better. Exactly. Bigger and better. And, you know, I thought I really enjoyed being an MC, being a host Mm -hmm. and running games and having the camera on me. And don't get me wrong. I'm not shy to it at all. I, I will still jump in events and do that. But. I found when I was sitting at that table and maybe eyes weren't on me mm-hmm. and people didn't know that that was my voice. Yeah. I, you just didn't care for it. I didn't. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but maybe I'm not getting what I thought I wanted. Yeah. But I love this. Yeah. 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 I love this. Yeah. 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 Okay. Dope. So for the people that have unique talents, I would consider mm-hmm. yours as a unique talent, yeah. like not an everyday not an everyday thing that you hear a PA announcer like you don't hear that often. When I ask you what talents you have, it's not one of the first things. It's that's not one of the first things that you you think of. But I do think that a lot of people think they have a unique talent and they don't know how to necessarily bring it out, or mm-hmm. they maybe have anxiety or shyness to bring it out. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? Well, the first, the first, first, first thing before you can even think about jobs, careers, any of that. First thing is, you know. It, Again, going to sound kind of cliche, corny, but feel comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. If you have this talent, you know, you, you don't have it for no reason. Yeah. You know, so enjoy it. Make some fun out of it. Like I used to always just walk around my house just messing with my 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 siblings by just putting on funny voices. I love doing impressions, you mm-hmm. know, doing silly things like that, just having fun with friends. You know, so why why shy away from it? You mm-hmm. know, if if it's you, then it's you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's I think the first first thing. But as far as feeling comfortable bringing it out, definitely look look into it. I think you'd be surprised. Look in maybe do some research. Mm-hmm. I didn't know when I first started that PA announcing was something I could 
make money off of. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. And then even when I knew I could make money, I had no idea the kind of money I could make. Really? When I first when I first decided I wanted to like, you know, offer my services to whatever yeah. company organization event wants to hire me. Yeah. I start I think it was stupid. I had no concept of yeah. money yeah. at all. Yeah. And that was one thing that my my mentor at the time, he didn't really have much of a concept of either. So mm-hmm. that you're just winging it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think I started with like you know, uh, if I'm at your event, then, you know, $16 an hour for every, for me being at the event, yeah. which is way too low. That's way too low. <laughs> that's way too low. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I look back now. I'm like, what? Yeah. what did, where did you come up with that number? What? Yeah. <laughs> but I just, all I knew was hourly pay. I didn't know that I could be paid a chunk of money. How are, how be, are you paid? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah. Most times it's uh, through an invoice. Um, okay. So, is it like a series of games that you're paid so for? So for for games, yeah, I break it down into uh, or me and the talent manager who manages PA announcers, hosts, yeah. mascots, and dancers. Yeah, um, breaks it down by month. So every game that I did in that month, I'll just list on the invoice. Okay, send that into them, and okay. then uh, they pay me on uh, their payment date. Do you set your rate, or do they? You guys go through a negotiation? for MLSE? They they set the rate. Okay. That's the biggest sport organization in in the world. Like, can't really, you know, like it's on their terms. But but, uh, outside of that, yeah, whenever I'm just getting work from anyone else, I I set my rate. I guess the MLSC can, that can be like your base rate kind of thing. Yeah, I think they, when I, so I said I, I had a relationship with the old 905 announcer. Okay. So I filled in a few games for him. Yeah. Um, before and even the money they were paying me just to be some no name backup. Yeah. When I saw that, that's when I realized like, Oh, like this is a talent that people want to pay money for. Yeah. So then that's when I started to open my eyes and I'm paying attention. And, you know, uh, as far as the other talent that I'm around, mascots, dancers, um, hosts, uh, those who are comfortable discussing it. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask, you know, what's, what's, what are you getting paid here? Yeah. What are you getting paid for outside events? Yeah. And, you know, have these conversations. Not everyone's comfortable with it, but those who are. I think we should be more comfortable with it because I feel like it brings our value up. A hundred percent. You know? A hundred percent. No, I always thought it was weird that. People are so uncomfortable talking mm. about money. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and brag if I'm broke. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, I always thought that was that was a weird thing. But yeah, so those who are comfortable with it, I, I have those discussions. Yeah. And we'll we'll talk forever so that we can figure out. Maybe I can let them know what their worth is. Maybe they let me know. I think that's huge. So for people who have like kind of odd talents, I say look into it. Mm-hmm. Do do your research and maybe you'll see maybe there are people making good money for what you're doing just for fun, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, even even if you can't really come up, even if these aren't numbers, you can just Google, mm-hmm. you know, then, you know, just try your luck. Say yeah. say to someone, hey, I can do this. At, you know, I don't know. Maybe you're a balloon twister. I don't yeah. know. I'm kind of making, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, making yeah, things yeah. up. But like, <laughs> maybe you're a balloon twister. Just tell someone, yo, you're 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 your 10 year olds having a party. Yeah. I'll come twist balloons. Yeah, like how about how about this number and I'll be there from one to five. Yeah. You know? See how it works. And then maybe, maybe for the next time, push the envelope a little bit. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I've done and for myself. And I like I said, even now, years in, I'll still be surprised at what some companies are willing to pay me. Jeez. To 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 talk over a microphone, yeah. you know, which is 
if we're like breaking it down, being very simple, that's all I do. Yeah. I just, I have a half decent voice. I talk on a microphone. Jeez. Are you still pushing your envelope between, uh, as far as like, uh, prices? Whenever I can. Yeah. Whenever yeah, yeah. I can. Because you don't want to yeah. be too much, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. You don't want to be too aggressive. Or... But one thing I've learned is, you know, state the higher number first. Yes. And then if they really want to work with you, they'll, you know, you'll, they'll come to a compromise. Mm -hmm. They'll come to a compromise for sure. Okay. Um, because, yeah, if as far as like we keep saying that this term unique talents, when you have unique, odd, un, you know, unknown Common. talents, yeah. then you could set your price. Yeah. Right. There's, there's a lot of people. They you may be at their event, but they don't even know what they're willing to pay you. Ah, because it's so unique and it's so uncommon. Exactly. Exactly. I one of the weirdest jobs that I did most most recently was I was asked to be at a uh, a college graduation. Mm -hmm. My job was simple. I sat backstage so no one saw me. Yeah. Um. I had a mic and I was just given the list of names of graduates. All I had to do was say the name of the graduate as they came across the stage. Wow. Paid. I was at, I, that was my highest paying job so far. Really? So in my career, that is the most I've been paid. <laughs> like, and don't get me wrong. I was there for, for a day. It yeah. was roughly like a thousand names. Yeah. But. You're chilling in the back. I, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I didn't like. I dress nice, but I didn't have to. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they and they gave multiple thousands to me. Multiple thousands. Multiple thousands. I won't listen. Y'all stay out of my bank account. I'm not gonna say the number. But, Jeez. but yeah, I, they they pay very. So you well. can make that a thing. You can go on a college tour because they're not all in the same day. A hundred percent. And that was that was a job that I didn't even know y'all took in announcers. I yeah. thought the okay, you know. So that's and that's one of the things I love is I'm still figuring like out said, new I'm, jobs. Yeah, I'm still young in this. I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah. And that I think that gets me more excited than anything Jeez. anything i'm like it's crazy i'm a pa announcer first i do basketball games first yeah but listen i'll do a voiceover on your documentary oh, you know i'll do voiceovers listen if you ever decide you want to change up the intro to yeah. black is the new rich call me up bro i promise i got a voiceover <sighs> for you yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah. what i'm saying i could do graduations now. like yeah. it's crazy it's it's wild to for me to think i've kind of gone on a tangent no, here no no but, but that, those are things that but, come off um you starting as a PA announcer. And it's like my vocal cords have opened doors for me. And that that's crazy. Like I said, it's still I'm kind of geeking here talking <laughs> about it because it genuinely still kind of blows my mind to think that that's that's what I do. I I, I pay rent by talking by talking. <laughs> Jeez. So that that gets me uh, to my next question. How do you take care of your voice? Mm -hmm. Well, the classics, obviously, lots of water, tea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was very lucky. I had I have a bit of a theater background. Oh, um, nice. so I did a little bit in music theater. Yeah. I, I love performing. I yeah. love performing. Okay. But Makes um sense. Yeah, like, <laughs> and um so I learned in music theater because I can dance and I can act. I wasn't a strong singer. Mm. So I was taught a lot of different vocal warm-ups, vocal exercises. Uh, that's I it's not like I'm doing them, you know, every night before bed. But, yeah. you know, if I know my voice is feeling a little, a little crackly and yeah. I got a game coming up, then I'll do a couple of those just to loosen things up a little bit and make me feel a little more comfortable mm -hmm. hitting different different uh, volumes, different octaves if necessary. OK. Um, and yeah, definitely just being, being 
be mindful. Yeah. I think another big thing is I can't stress enough to not restrict yourself, but with that, <laughs> know where you're at. Mm. I'm never going to try. My thing is being low pitched. Okay. Low pitched and and having gravitas when I when I speak. Yeah. So I'm not going to try an octave up there, yeah. you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, then that's, that's compromising my voice and yeah. you know, potentially my career. You yeah. Know? yeah, exactly. I'm not, so. You know, just definitely knowing myself and and doing what I need to. When I when I feel a cold coming on, bro, tea and honey is all I drink. Because literally, this is what this is what powers your life right now. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Take care of that. Yeah. So Jeez. you know, and I think that's no matter what. The same way basketball player, you y'all, same thing. You got to take care of your body. The same mm-hmm. way all athletes got to take care of their body. Yeah. You know, that's that's what's fueling what you're doing. So I gotta I gotta take care. of Care of the voice box. Yeah, yeah. You know? It actually, uh, it reminds me because um, something that stuck in my head is that someone said, and I don't exactly remember where I got it from, they said, Oprah made a billion off of asking questions. Mm. And that's what inspired me. Like, you know? So I'm like, geez, the better questions I can ask, you know, I'm climbing up that ladder too. Because she did. She made a billion off asking questions. 100%. That's crazy. Right? When you really think it's just bare minimum. Yeah, when you put it like that. Yeah. And that, no, I get you know, but so, I get that now that you say that, I get that. That makes sense. This mm-hmm. is like the same way I'll I'll be very simple and just break it down as you know. I I get money for talking. On a mic. I, I pay rent by talking. Jeez. You know. Jeez. So I I get me and Oprah man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So th- these are um two questions that we ask everybody on the show. And mm. I, to be honest, you kind of answered this earlier unexpectedly, but I'm going to mm. ask you for another one. So at <laughs> first we want to know what's the best advice that you received and what's the worst advice that I you received? I guess I did answer that. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? I've been lucky enough to have good people who have given me a lot of good advice. Okay. So I got ah, more for okay, you. Okay. So one p- good piece of advice I got was state your price up front. Mm, what do you elaborate on that? Because that's big for like creators too. Right? Yes, yes. So, uh, the con in the context that happened. So somebody <clears throat> called me up, and like I said earlier, like this, this wasn't me making this up. He got me to do a voiceover on his documentary that he, he put together. Sick. Um, he's like, I want you, and can do you know any female? Do you have a female voice? Yeah. And I thought of someone right away who has. A good friend of mine who's gone on to do great things with the Memphis Grizzlies. She's uh-huh. she's super talented, oh. super amazing. Dope. Um, so I called her up. I was like, yo, I thought of you. It's it kind of has a basketball focus. I thought it'd be a cool opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh this was this was early on in my career, too. Yeah. And but she was a little more experienced than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but we both agreed it was a good opportunity for both of us. We thought it'd be cool. Um, and then so we go go to his place to record. We're doing things. And then just in casual conversation, the the gentleman says to us, like, yeah, this is going really well, man. I'm so happy you guys could be here. And if we make any money off this, I'll make sure you guys get some. Ooh. And then we both looked at each other like, whoa, what? You're not getting paid for this. Yeah. So I remember the car ride home. I was so apologetic because yeah. she's a professional. Like I said, she's she's been in it a lot yeah. longer than i have and yeah. i said yo i'm so sorry like don't this is all me like i respect you i respect your time yeah just, i just i just felt silly you know because yeah. i dragged i dragged you into this you yeah. know and she's like no it was still good opportunities she was very happy to have worked with me which honored mm-hmm. um 
And she said, like, listen, going forward, state your price at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Don't wait till later to say your price. Yeah. Because you could end up in a situation, situation. like that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's tough. The documentary was everything was for a good cause. He was a good man. Yeah. Very, very good, good gentleman. So it was we were just we were hands tied. We're like, let's finish this documentary. Yeah, charge and, it to the game. And get the hell out of here. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez. Okay. So yeah, state your price up front. Okay. And the worst advice that you've ever gotten. And you don't have to say any names, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> worst advice i ever got like i said i'm very lucky i've had a lot of good people around me give me good advice so i can't think of anything off the top of my head but mm, you know what i will say i heard someone uh one of my favorite professional athletes so i guess it wasn't personally to me Mm -hmm. but it's still advice nonetheless or they uh they said (laughs) it was kind of messed up you're a pro athlete saying this to people (laughs) He's like, go harder every single day. And what and then he explained what he meant by that was do as much as you can every day. And he, and the reason some people may hear that and think that's good advice. Mm-hmm. The reason I disagree with that is if you're doing 100 percent all the time, Burn, burnout's going to come. Burnout will come. So do mm-hmm. enough to equal 100 percent in the long run yes. rather than doing that 100% here and now. Yeah, okay. Dope, is, dope. is the way I think about it. I, actually, I, I agree with that. Even though I'm super intense, you can ask Damien. Oh, no, I, and that's, yeah, I think we all are. I think <laughs> that's natural as, you know, grinders, as creatives, as uh, as as former athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so natural for us to think that we need to go 100% all the time. You don't need to go 100% today. Mm-hmm. You need to do enough to equal 100% yeah. and that's how you stay when consistent it counts. Too. I think inconsistency is uh, more important than going 100. percent 100. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. And that's not to say that's not to say ease up. Don't take your foot off the gas pedal. Yeah, you know, but just know when you're doing too much. Know when maybe it's time to to take Chill a break. A you know, bit. like just like I I did a lot of years in school. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and you know, I went back to school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One thing, studying. Just yeah. as as an example of this you're going to reach a point where your brain isn't working anymore. And I need to go out and I'm going to go for a run. Yeah. I'm going to go grab a snack or something. Then mm-hmm. I'm going to come back. I'm going to feel refreshed. This information is going to actually hit my brain. And resonate. Okay. Go. So <clears throat> the last question, because on the show, we like to make predictions. So I want to mm-hmm. say, Jake, he did say he was going to do that. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? In five years? In five years, I want the things that are impressive now to be the norm. Ooh, elaborate. So, to you or to like to to everybody. Mm-hmm. I want I want it so that like event, you know, when I did my first 905 game, all yeah. my all my friends, family were geek. I was geek. Yeah. You know, I yo, I did this. I'm a professional basketball game. Yeah. And now we kind of talk about it. It's like, normal. It's the norm. Yeah. So I want to I want to I want doing Raptors games to be a normal thing. Yeah. I don't want to kick Herbie out of his spot. He's a legend. He's, yeah. he's great. But, he's been there since 95? But he's been there since 95. Jeez. Since the team started. Yeah. Day one. Yeah. I would like doing those games to be a regular thing. I would like uh, making I would like making money to be a regular thing. I'm kind of mm-hmm. at a point now where when I make this money, it's kind of like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I want... I want these accolades i want the 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 i want the the cash flow i want the the everything to be the norm mm-hmm. so you then know? you can go into your next journey or whatever that is 
and just keep evolving. Exactly. There was, you know, like I said, just going back through my career, there was a point in time where I thought I'd doing a college game that's crazy and then i did ocaa and i was like oh i could well okay i do this but i can never do a oua game yeah yeah but then i did oua games and then i did osba prep games and then i did and then you know it did semi-pro then i did pro then i i got to do global jam this past summer i did international wow and it was crazy at the time but now that it's all gone past me i'm like Mm. i could jump in at any time if you need me to do that so i'm going to manifest something for you what about let's go olympics mm. is, that, is that a big that would be a big one that would be huge yeah. that would be huge that's yeah yeah even the, like you know uh the uh i see the canada team making the olympics eventually right of course and Have if to. you're calling those games that's that's big 100 percent. and like i said i i have international in my in my Resume. on my resume now so it's not far-fetched okay at all so yeah i like that <laughs> i like that respect okay, respect yeah. dope so um last things let people know where they can find you and if you have any last words just let out yeah well y'all can find me on instagram at jake to fly that's the number two and then spell f-l-i jake spelled like jake <laughs> um and sorry what was Some where they can words? find me and last words Listen, you have you have so many talents and you're so powerful. And some of these may be the classic, quote unquote, classic talents, you know, and some of them may be uncommon. Whatever it is, I promise you there's a place for you and that talent in the world. And maybe it's making money. Maybe it's not making money. And it's just just you being creative. But why would why would don't don't sell yourself short at all? Mm. Like I said, it's I. I make a living off of talking on paper. That's ridiculous. (laughs) That is absolutely ridiculous. But I found my place in the world. So go off and find yours. Jeez. Thank you you so much, bro. And it right Yes. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Yes, sir.